Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. Today we will be discussing all about live streaming with Jennifer Quinn, the international live streaming expert. As the owner of a digital marketing company since 2007 and co-founder of Impro Video, Jennifer is known internationally as a live streaming expert. Jennifer has literally written the live video book, Leverage Live Streaming to Build Your Brand, which debuted as number one Amazon bestseller in webcasts and podcasts. She has done thousands of executive level interviews and has been named Inc. Magazine's top 10 digital marketers crushing live video. Let's listen to Jennifer. So, you know, uh, we are all uh, almost completing a year in lockdown and stuff like that with coronavirus uh, and the pandemic. So I started this show in last May. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I've been doing it for every week or, you know, talking to a lot of good people. And as this is a live stream show, I, I was always hesitant to start this for a long, long time ago. You know, for, for a lot of long time, I was thinking about doing this, but I was not able to do it. So, you know, thanks to coronavirus, uh, I, I could start this. Okay, so there was a lot of uh, points uh, which was bothering me to start this. You know, there was uh, what kind of camera to use or, you know, what how will I find the guests to talk to? What will I even speak to them about and all that? So these are the times when you go and start looking for experts who can teach you about how to do things, how to do live streams from your phone. There are a lot of people who are experts in this. So I am fortunate to have one of those experts in my network and she is an amazing person. She's more than a, a, a connection to me. She's like a mentor and a, and, a, and a good friend, I must say. So today I have Jennifer Quinn with me. She is an international rock star in live streaming. She has an honor of a digital marketing agency since 2007. And she has co-founded Impro Video. She is known uh, internationally, as I mentioned, as a live streaming expert. She has literally written the live video book, which is Leverage Live Streaming to Build Your Brand, which debuted as the Amazon bestseller in webcast and podcast. She has done thousands of executive level live interviews and has been named by Inc. Magazine top 10 digital marketers crushing live video. I've seen some of her live video. She is the epitome of confidence, if I must say. So she has worked on all angles of live video, everything from onboarding professional big brand production to teaching clients how to structure a show to best represent their brand to being in front of the camera, hosting shows on multiple platforms. She has a fast proven method to teach professionals how to easily embrace video and make it an integral part of their marketing strategy. She has done all this for a long time now. If you want to learn something about live video or video, she is the person to go for. Uh, you know, she has the authority and credibility, uh, you know, to teach you about live streaming. So without further ado, let me just bring her on. <laughs> Hello, Vivek. It is so wonderful to join you. And thank you for that amazing introduction. It is so great to be here. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to do this for a long time, but then I was hesitant to ask you. You know, then ah! finally, finally, I made up the courage and I asked that, okay, life saving, I'm still struggling because I'm, I'm very, you know, uh, aware of my surroundings and what I'm asking. I fumble a lot. So I thought, 
let me just hear it from you and you know take some notes myself so that i i, I have an intention to take this show further along uh, down you know so i wanted to learn from you so thank you so much for taking time out today thank you it's on, honestly my pleasure thank you so uh, you know i have a set of uh, 10 to 15 questions for you about live streaming uh, you know tips and strategies and things like that so if you are ready we can start on let's do it let's dive in oh. <laughs> all right all right so you know when i was when i was reading about you uh, you know online and uh, from your website and the kind of work you have done you know you have done it all if you ask me you, you you have you have been successfully running a digital marketing agency you have a tool called improve video so you know it's 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 like a various aspects of entrepreneurship and things like that so can you just take us through that journey Sure, yeah, I'd love to. Uh so, you know, I do come from a long line of entrepreneurs and I tried a corporate America for a while. And while I love being part of a team, love 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 it, I kept being pulled back to entrepreneurship. And so what happened was in 2007 I started my digital marketing company and of course back then you know it was really basically websites and blogs right and yeah. then one day I was watching the news and Rick Sanchez from CNN was on and he said tell me your opinion at rick sanchez cnn you know send me a tweet and i was like oh i want to tell him my opinion and so i opened my laptop while i was sitting there on the couch and i i you know said what is a tweet i had no idea and so uh sure enough a tweet was on a platform called twitter and so i set up an account i sent him a tweet he did not respond if you can believe that <laughs> But once I got in there, I was just watching what was happening and I was fascinated. Uh people started following me who didn't know me and I said, "What? Why are they following me?" Like it freaked me out. I'm like, "Why are they following me?" And so I just the psychology behind it is what hooked me. And so I just kept watching how people were engaging, how people were interacting, how people were connecting. Right. And maybe what was more fascinating to me was how business was being conducted on twitter right so i just i just was so excited about it i just dived in and then facebook opened up to everybody and i dived into that and by 2011 people were watching me saying can you please show us teach us what you've done so i went hmm Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> so I started uh, another company, a, a, another arm of that company called You Being Social, which no longer exists, but it was uh for instruction. Let me teach you how to do this. So I did in-person classes, 2-hour workshops. Right. To, I called it uh I called it um old school classes for new technology. Right. And so I started that and that the it, without fail like people signed up, people brought their laptops, we were going to get work done. You want to know how to do Facebook? Let's do Facebook for business, right? Twitter for business, didn't matter. So at the end of the 2 hours, they just sat there with their eyes glazed over and said, "Can you just do it for me?" Right. And I went, "Oh, as a matter of fact, <laughs> And I didn't know that was an option in 2011, but let me hook you up. So right. this went into social media management, right? 
Right. And that's how that kind of evolved. And it was going along quite nicely until 2015 when uh, I had not one, not two, but three people say, you have to check out Periscope, like especially you. And I was like, I don't have time to watch somebody. I'm in Idaho, right? Uh, that's right. So that's in the United States. And it's kind of middle, middle, northwest, middle of the United States. So right. I don't have time to watch somebody in Los Angeles on the West Coast of the United States. I don't have somebody to watch them make their lunch. I'm busy. <laughs> right. But then, because I had so many people tell me, I just kept watching. And when I had free time, which was pretty much between midnight and 2 a.m., I know you know that story. I know you're <laughs> in my house. <laughs> right. So between midnight and 2 a.m., it happened. The magic again that was similar to Twitter. Right. And there was a young man in New Jersey, Josh Greenbaum, and he was a clothing clerk uh, at a major retailer by day. And at night, he was right. a periscope star. And what I mean by that is he, the, the app had only been out for three months and he had 50,000 followers. Wow. And people, and he would have thousands of people on his broadcast. And you know what he was doing? He was responding to almost every person who left a comment. Right, right. And I went, oh, there it is. There's that connection. <laughs> There's that connection. Right. And so from there, I went to another platform called Blab uh, and then Facebook Live. I had Facebook Live's first variety show. I've worked with producers uh, doing the, the, the back end stuff, coaching, you know, big uh, brands how to how to do live video, how to be a host, how to set up their own. Right. And so, uh, yeah. And so pretty much that's it. Like the rest is history. Uh, right. I think that kind of covers it. <laughs> I think I think I've never heard anybody, any entrepreneur talking about the journey so honestly. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's wonderful that you you know got introduced to this and you got to do a lot of things. I can see Lynn commenting here, you know. So these are all connections made by that kind of work which you have done. Exactly. Fantastic, fantastic. All right. So next question. Let's come straight to live streaming. It's okay. one of one of your core areas it's 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 one of your major strengths right so how did you how did you start that and what attracted you towards live streaming well it was the human connection no question it was the connection it was people being seen and heard and validated and i thought how are we doing that when only one person's on screen or two people or three people like how is that happening and 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 it's just because you can you can you know, feel like you're getting to know the person on right. the screen in a way that we've never seen before. It literally is the next best thing to being there. So that was the first thing. The next thing was it was an opportunity for businesses, brands, and entrepreneurs to 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 broadcast one to many. Right, right. So in a very real, authentic way. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's actually, you know, you started all this long time ago. Now people are realizing the real value of it in a much broader sense, actually. All right. So, you know, for my my question, uh, next question, you know, you have done this for a long time, live streaming shows and things like that. So can you share some of your best moments in the entire, uh, you know, expertise, uh, uh, experience of live streaming? You know, no one has ever asked me that before. <laughs> um. Uh, so many things come to mind and 
I want to preface this by saying these are just the first things that come to mind because if I sat, I could probably write another book on the amazing experiences and the right. and the people and the connections that I've met, right? right. So um, the first thing that came to mind was the time that I was hosting uh, the Jenny Q show, Facebook Live's first variety show. And I had a, I had a producer running it on the back end because we didn't have StreamYard. We didn't have all these tools, right? We couldn't, right. I don't think we could even go live on Facebook from our mobile device yet. And so I had, it was a variety show. So I would have four to six guests on in one hour and we would rotate them in and out. And oh so goodness. there was a point. So the way it was done, it was recorded on Zoom and then he used Wirecast to take it to Facebook live, right. which is another app, right? And so uh, the guest was speaking. So the shot was just the guest. Right. But I could see guest one, guest two, guest three. I could see the producer. I could see, right? I was not on camera. And okay, I have this thing with my bangs. Anybody who's gone live with me knows, like even right now my bangs are driving me nuts, but I, so please, while I'm bringing it up, let me just, but like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Five seconds before I go live, I obsess about my bangs. And so during this episode, you know, the producer knew that of course, and he did something with the bangs to, to throw me off as a joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the problem is, I got like what we call the church giggles. Like I couldn't stop laughing. I absolutely could not stop <laughs> laughing. I tried so hard and I heard the guest wrapping up his answer and I tried so hard and I tried so hard. And then I got the signal from the producer, you're back on. And I and I went back on and I, I was laughing and I was laughing so hard. I couldn't even tell the guest that I was laughing at something off screen. So now I'm feeling horrible on top of it <laughs> and uh I, i'm just like and so finally i pulled it together enough to say uh, and i still remember like that poor guest and i'm like i have to tell you this has not, i loved your answer and you know even now so that was embarrassing like very embarrassing and then so that's one end of the spectrum the other thing that has been one of the most meaningful things that i've been able to do with live streaming and this will take it much more serious mm -hmm. um is uh I've, I've connected through live streaming, through social media, through connections with the founder of 1-800-SUICIDE. And he's also, his name is Reese Butler. He's also the founder of imalive.org. And he, that's a virtual crisis text, virtual, 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 oh, virtual crisis center. There we go. Via text. Okay. And okay. so I've been able to support that organization by bringing tools to people who might be struggling via and we did we do it via live streaming and now we're doing it via clubhouse other apps and uh i'm just so honored to be in that space because i've had family members who've struggled with suicidal ideation and uh you know we all are in this together not just the pandemic but life and yep. the more we can support each other not just during the good times but during the bad times then and i'm just like it like i just truly feel humbled that I have a skill that I can help get their word out. And so that's probably a highlight. And then there've been the, all the amazing guests in between that have enriched my life and every single time I learn something. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I know I can relate to that. And 
it's it's two exact opposite things you just mentioned one is laughing about your banks and one is such a serious uh, issue right now which everybody goes through amazing so uh, you know my, for, for for my the thing you mentioned about guests you know i i, I was talking to mark shafer yeah. about coming coming on the my show as a guest and he and me were going back and forth about his his time schedule and thing then he start he takes off on friday he was ready to work uh, come on the show on friday for me i i was so humbled and i said no ways i'm going to move the date and bring you on on a thursday so he's coming soon so i was just saying that these connections matter a lot and he he keeps referring to me as friend which i i cannot digest i'm like no way i'm your friend you're like a i don't know a teacher maybe <laughs> so that's 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 connection part i can really relate to yeah all right now let's let's get little bit about uh, i'm going to i hate this term but still i'm going to say i'm going to pick your brain now so <laughs> so pick away why, pick away right so why do you think live streaming is beneficial for brands and individuals alike and what are the key benefits people can expect out of it Yeah, good question because well so first of all we know video is right. like amazing. Video is like dominating social media, digital marketing, all of it. Right. So one thing so video you can't go wrong with video. Any video. It can be recorded video, it can be YouTube, it can be pull out your phone and shoot a video and post it on Twitter. It can be any video, right? Right, right. So let's let's Uh, differentiate between video and live streaming. Here's the thing with live video. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows it's not edited. Right. Everyone knows that what they're seeing in your live stream is who you really are. It's how you react in real time. It's how do you handle it when something goes wrong? Not if something goes wrong because something always goes wrong. So how do you handle it when something goes wrong? And that's what builds intimacy that's what builds trust that's what builds the human connection right. and so so imagine now not just uh you know being able to do that as an individual to your friends but now as 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 an entrepreneur as a lawyer as a doctor as a uh you know i work with lawyers a lot and i tell them it's you know when people need to call a lawyer it is intimidating and scary i remember the first time i had to call a lawyer uh, i think it was for a divorce unfortunately but i was so scared to walk into the office because i didn't know who i was meeting i called the number i talked to the person answering the phone and doing intake and then i walked into a very professional sterile office it wasn't until i went behind the big closed wooden door that I actually ever saw the attorney the first time. Right. So, now what we're seeing is when people get referrals for attorneys or any pick any profession, put anything in there. They if they if all things being equal so like Vivek, if you post it on your Facebook page, "Hey, you guys, I need a referral for a business attorney." Right? And right. your friend put 10 attorneys there. And you go check them out, all things being equal, you will likely choose the one who has video on their profile live video so you can see him in action absolutely absolutely yep. yep so that's where we have yeah that's where we have reached now because video 
makes a lot of impact uh, for people right so and and also for businesses to for that matter right so is is it is it uh, is it different for brands than individuals well it's different in the way that you're presented you, like a brand would want to be very careful with who they allow on live stream right. you know un, under their brand name so you would want someone who is trained in how to represent your brand and who completely completely understands your avatar your client your customer base and also understands the messaging and the your products the problems you solve and then that person would need to be quick on their feet so that when the questions come up they know exactly how to respond to them in real time right. so i would definitely say yes it, it's important who a brand puts on live video with regard to that right right so you you being uh, authentic on the video etc there are there are comments coming in which i'm going to put up for you <laughs> right Lynn. So, uh, and so I want to just give Lynn a shout out if you don't mind. And Lynn has absolutely. become a dear friend. And we met because I was doing live video. Uh, she just kept, she, I don't know how she saw my videos, but I have a really good memory of suddenly this wonderful woman named Lynn Abate Johnson kept commenting on my videos. And then she would send me private messages. Then I'm like, who are you? And now, you know, we've, uh, we've, uh, roomed together at major conferences, you know, because, and we're just like, it's just amazing. Now that would have never happened without live streaming. Absolutely, absolutely. She's she's one of the most amazing people I have ever met virtually or in real life. You know. So yeah. moving on, next question I wanted to ask is, you know, lot of lot of, um, you know, all social media platforms are these days providing live streaming capabilities. So how does a person or a brand choose the right one to go start their journey of live streaming? Choose the light. Choose the light. What did you say? I misunderstood you. No, no. I mean to say that all the platforms have live streaming capabilities. So oh, which? How, how do they choose which platform? Yes. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. That makes so much more sense than what I thought I heard. Um, <laughs> so step number one: If you're a guest on a show, pay attention to the questions the host asks. That's that's right. a free tip that I just gave you that or so that you don't do what I just did. Okay. See, I told you it's not if something's going to go wrong, it's when, okay? Right. right. All right. So, that is a fabulous question and you're right. Every platform offers live video now. Right. Unfortunately, the answer is it depends. Mhm. Mm you mm -hmm. know that, right? In digital marketing, yep. it depends. So, there's a couple ways you can look at it. One is where is your ideal client hanging out? Start there. Right. Right. A second one is where's your biggest audience? Start there. But even before you do any of those things, if you're going on for as a brand or a professional, I'm not talking about an individual who just wants to play and have fun. But right. if you have a brand to protect, then I recommend you actually don't start at those places. You start somewhere else, even create a Facebook test page that nobody ever sees and practice right. all the techniques, practice with your lighting and your audio and your setup and your background and you know how you talk and your intro and your outro and your bullets, practice all of that before you right. actually go live where your audience and your next client actually is hanging out. 
right right that's that's very practical and very good advice i i, I should have done that long time ago oh, no right. you did not do it wrong there's no wrong journey in live streaming absolutely thank you so much all right so uh, next question again a follow up question to that what are some other baby steps to be taken by someone or a brand when they are kicking off their live streaming journey Mm, another question I've never been asked. Okay, so the baby steps would be similar to what I just talked about. Practice. Right. You can even practice by pulling your phone out and just getting used to looking into the lens of the camera. This is a tip that will set you apart from about 80% of video content creators. And here's why. When you look into the lens of the camera, that is when your audience feels like you're connecting. So I'll, I'll demonstrate right now. I'm looking into the lens of the camera and I'm talking. It right. feels awkward to me because my human, my human uh, response would be, I wanna look directly at Vivek who's on screen with me. I wanna look him in the eyes so that, so that I feel connected to Vivek. Right, right. But now I'm gonna demonstrate me looking at Vivek. So now I'm looking at Vivek and we're having a conversation. It's not right. horrible, but the audience doesn't feel included. Now they're observing a conversation versus being a part of the conversation. Okay. Right. So that's a baby step. And so practice that. And then, you know, there's a few other things to pay attention to, but the real thing is just start practicing it. Uh, if, if you're comfortable and you're ready, just do it live and, and own it. If anything goes wrong, just own it. People want to see you be human. Right, right. Uh, the, I, I'm guilty of that. I never look at the lens. I always look at the person because I'm, I don't know why I feel that I'm talking to them in a room or something <laughs> on this show, at least. So I have to practice looking at the lens. All right. It's fantastic. True. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's right. so I will all be I'll be totally I'll, this is full uh, transparency here. That's the hardest skill that I had to learn. And I only learned it by doing hundreds of interviews, watching them back and thinking something feels off because this was in 2015. So there wasn't anybody who had already made all the mistakes and written a book. Right. So right. I'm like going, I don't, it doesn't look right. I don't look like I'm connecting with the viewers. And, and, and it was so hard Vivek, but it's worth it. Right. So, <laughs> so when you catch, right. When you catch yourself not doing it, it's okay. Just <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really tough to do. I'm doing it for like ten seconds, and I'm feeling like I'm ignoring you. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly it. It's going against everything we're conditioned to do. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, fantastic! That's that's a very good thing. Thank God I'm doing this today because I'm gonna listen to <laughs> this tomorrow and take notes and takes take these things to action. Actually, all right. So you know, again, uh, part B follow up question on this. You know, whenever we talk about live streaming. Whenever I speak to people these days, some some of my connections come and ask me that, oh, you're doing a show. It's it's fantastic. I love the guest you bring on. How do you do it? You know? So the, the main thing, the conversation revolves around technology, lack of confidence, and things like that. So all these things stop people and individual brands to, you know, from leveraging live video. So how can they overcome this kind of inertia? Practice. Okay. Take action. It's so simple. It really is. Take action. 
and practice. So here's the two questions that I coach people to say. When you do a video, a live video, a test video, I don't care what it is, ask yourself these two questions afterwards. Okay. What went well? You got to okay. start there. Something went well. And I will promise you there have been times where I could say the only thing that went well was that I went live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, I w but I claim it, right? And I'm like... <laughs> I did it. Like I did it. Yay. Okay. And then what could have gone better? Right. That's an And just question. framing the question that way takes you out of beating yourself up and takes you into solution. You know, when you're watching your stuff back, you know what could have gone better. You right. know? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think those two questions, if asked continuously, will improve your show on a daily basis i believe okay. every episode will be better than the previous episode for sure fantastic fantastic right so next uh, again it might be a repetitive question but i wanted to ask you this okay it's it's like what are your top advice for individuals and brands again who want to or who are starting their live streaming journey top advice top advice as trite as this might sound, I would say have fun with it. Right. Be willing to laugh at yourself. Be willing to embrace your humanness. If you show up and expect perfection, it will not be pleasant for you or anybody else. Right. And so, you know, do your due diligence, practice a little bit, do, you know, but if you wait for perfection, you absolutely will never be able to go live because live streaming is not about perfection. If you want perfection, create video, send it off to an editor and have them, you know, have it be perfect. Right. Even then right. you're not going to achieve perfection, but you might feel better about it. But remember with that, you'll miss the component of people seeing you authentically live, knowing that you're reacting in the way that you would react pretty much during a normal conversation. Right. That's, that's, that's very, very honest advice there right so now let's let's get a little bit practical here i want to okay. i want to hear hear some amazing tools okay so i want to okay. know what are your top tools you recommend for producing an amazing live stream session so this is one of the things that i talk about in my book and it is an acronym called labs okay, okay. so what that stands for the l stands for lighting Okay. Okay. Now, here, before I even go into this, here's the really good news. You probably have everything you need right now in your possession to execute starting on live streaming. That's the right. good news. Okay. Right. So lighting. Yes, you can buy a ring light. You can buy box lighting. You can buy a, you can do a whole professional studio, but all right. you really need to do for good lighting is position yourself with the window in front of you and the light shining in on your face. Okay. And then turn off the overhead light because the overhead light casts a yellow and shadow and all that. You just right. want daylight. That's it. How easy is that? <laughs> Absolutely okay. easy. Super easy. Okay. So A, so labs. So we've got the L for lighting. Then we've got A for audio. Audio. Now, if you have in your possession a recent model phone, and I don't even mean within the last year. I mean within the last three years. Okay. Right. So if you have that in your possession, and you are in a quiet place, if you have the phone within two feet, sorry, I don't know what measurements you use in India. 
<laughs> no, it's, it's, it's all the same. Uh, okay. Feet or meters or whatever. All right. Well, let's just go uh, under a meter. Okay. Right. <laughs> let's go under a meter. And you have the phone under a meter. You're fine on your audio. The technology has kept up with the need and demand for video production. Right. If you want to dial it up a little bit, you can put AirPods in or whatever you have. Okay. Right. But you're, right. if you're in a quiet location, you're probably fine. If you're out somewhere, then definitely have a different type of audio, but you're going to be fine. Okay. So we have lighting, audio. I'm taking everyone's excuses away one by one. You see that, right? Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So we have lighting, audio. Now V is for video. Okay. Mm -hmm. Video. Once again, if you have a recent model, phone within the last three years, your your camera's fine. Yes, you can upgrade. Yes, you can buy a webcam for your computer. Yes, you can do all those things, but you don't have to. Right. This video is right. going to be fine. So we have lighting, audio, video, and then stability. Stability might is not the most important. I think they're all important. But back in the day, uh, in 2015, nobody cared about stability because we were all just so mesmerized that we could peek into we were voyeurs we're a bunch of voyeurs honestly is what it comes down to but we were amazed that we could watch people right. in their natural habitat right it didn't matter how how crazy it was that's changed people don't want to get seasick you know watching your video um unless it's part of your brand so gary v for example it's part of his brand he doesn't have to have a stable camera <laughs> right. whatever he wants right We're, none of us are gary v and we really right. shouldn't try to be so in fact let me reach over here and show you this simple 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 tool ah i'm kind of like i should have had it handier but this is a a tripod selfie stick right yeah twenty dollars on amazon and you can just grab this and it it folds up look you just literally can take it anywhere right right and you don't have an excuse now to have instability. Can you buy more expensive things for stability? Gimbals, like all the things. Of course you can. Do you have to? Absolutely not. So get out of your own way and just use right. the basic tools. Absolutely. So I think I think it's all it's all excuse up here. Uh, if you want to really do it, you can do it easily, I guess. Right. So yep. fantastic, fantastic. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people will get a lot of value from these top tools or advise it as it has evolved into an advice itself. Right, so next question is, you know, you have done a live stream, you have, you're done with the episode, but now what to do with that? That's the biggest question, you know, even I used to worry that in the beginning, beginning days. So typically after that, how can you leverage or fully utilize the live video once you're done with it? So good, and you're right. And I've spent many years not taking advantage of this. So if you are one watching this and you also are not taking advantage of this, you're, you know, you're, you're good. You know, just slowly implement these. We don't have to do it all perfectly at once. So the very first thing after you go live, and I would say a majority of people don't do this. Wait, I want to read Lynn's comment. Are you see Yes, Lynn, I actually, so Lynn and I were at Laguna Beach and I actually had, I think this exact selfie stick, this very exact one in my mobile back and we were doing stuff on the beach and having fun and uh, yeah, yeah. I was just seeing those pictures the other day. Maybe I'll pull those pictures out and post those. That was a fun time. Okay, so, uh, um, boo, I lost my place. <laughs> You're talking about how to 
leverage the video after the show. Yes, this is, I think, <laughs> the biggest mistake that people make. Vivek, thank you. You do realize this is early in the morning for me, right? Like, I am Absolutely. not a morning person. But so I saw you having a sip of coffee some time ago, so I, I should not. I should hold that against you. <laughs> it is. I'm like, but for you, it's worth it. So thank you. <laughs> okay, so um, here's the biggest mistake that I think people make with their live videos. So here you've done all of this, you know, live streaming. Uh, I'm going to make the assumption that you did it so you could connect with people and so that people right. could get to know you. And then it's like you invite somebody into your living room, right. <laughs> which quite literally is the case. And then you're done, you hit end broadcast and you step away. But what about all those people who were commenting and interacting on your video? Right. It's like you invited people to your home and then ignored them. So <laughs> the first step is go back to your live video, schedule it out. If you know you're gonna go live for 30 minutes, you schedule 30 minutes pre-broadcast to set everything up and then schedule another 30 minutes post-broadcast to go in and comment and thank people for joining you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That will pay off huge with the connection and the uh, trust. We all want people to to trust us as business owners. Okay. Right. From that place, then you just download that live stream, right? Send it off to transcription. Create a blog. Have it edited. Put it on YouTube. Like there is just the 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 possibilities are endless. You can cut little uh, snackable clips to post right. on social. You literally now have a treasure trove of content, and this works very well. Uh, like I mentioned, I work a lot with uh, law firms. This works very well for lawyers because they're, they are the experts. Once we get the information out of their mouth, then the team can take it right. and create so many pieces of content <clears throat> you know, that he would never have the time or inclination or desire to create. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. Uh, you can repurpose into multiple things and use it. Uh, I remember, I remember Kate Bradley Churnis who came on the show, and she used her tool. Tried lately, lately, Such uh, a good and tool. created so many snippets, amazing snippets, important points, and they have been sharing it on Twitter regularly. We have been having a banter on it. A lot yeah. of gifs, be, gifs being thrown around. So that's that's a fantastic point. Uh, to repurpose the content which you have already done. All right. So now uh, I want I want a little bit of practical advice. Here. Okay. So now somebody has decided they want to do live stream. Let's imagine it's a brand. Uh, it's a brand which want to which want to start the journey. What kind of what are the best ways they can leverage live stream interviews, demos, or what 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 do you recommend? What are the some of the ways they can leverage live stream? Yeah, very good. So I actually created a document called the video playbook and it is exactly addresses that there are six key stories that businesses can tell. Okay. Yeah. For their brand. And I don't have it pulled up in front of me. So off the top of my head, um, yep. you know, the founder story and there's different ways to tell the founder story. Then right. there is uh, the, Oh geez. Now I feel like I should wish I would have pulled it up. Let oh, me do this. Fine. Let me do yep. this, if, if I may. Let me come back into the comments after this, and I'll, I'll list out the six different stories. Is that fair? That's absolutely fair. You can share it with me later also. I'll share it uh, on the social media platform. Okay, perfect. Later. Okay, all perfect. right, all. 
All right. So moving on, uh, let's talk a little bit about the metrics. So what are some of the key metrics one should track when it comes to live stream sessions? Yeah. The first, the, let me point out the least important metric. And that's how many okay. viewers you have on your live stream. Right. While right. you're live. Right. And that's, that's a vanity metric. And especially now when the competition for eyeballs has reached an all-time high. Right. I was reading right. a, st a statistic last night. StreamYard in 2019 created, um, I don't know. I, I, I should, I, why don't I have, it's because it's morning. That's why I don't have this on the top of my head. Um, StreamYard started with like hundreds of thousands in 2019 and then was in the, the solid millions of broadcasts in 2020, okay? So we're, we're having competition with eyeballs. I mean, we know that. We all feel right. it, right? Right, right. So, so the least important metric is how many live viewers you have on your live stream the moment you go live. Okay? right. And the reason for that is, you're, even though you're creating a live video, you're honestly creating on-demand video as, at the same time. Right. It's just produced live. Right. And so the majority of your viewers will come during your replay. So right. yeah, don't worry about that. Um, but honestly, the, the only metric that matters in business is conversion. And so if you like, yes, you want engagement for sure, because that that tells the algorithm this is valuable uh, content. Right. But you want engagement. And it also is an opportunity to build relationships like what we talked about before. Go back and comment and interact and right with the people who've engaged with your video. Right. But honestly, the conversion is what we care about. And that's why it's important for a brand to have a call to action on every live stream so that you can track that conversion. And the call to action, it doesn't have to be a sale. A lot of people don't like to sell on video, but it certainly could be an invitation to like your Facebook page or uh, join your email list, or let me give you this free download. Here you go. Right. Right? It could right. be all those things. So yeah, don't, don't even, um, I, don't pay attention to the wrong metrics and think that you're not being successful. It's always Got about it. the call to action and the conversion. Got it. Yeah, just I remember uh, just just 10 minutes ago or maybe a half an hour ago, I invited a, a person who is into uh, environmental protection. So environment is something which is uh, I'm very passionate about. I'm learning. I, I am not doing anything as of now, but of, hopefully I'll do, start doing something about it. So I, I engage with a lot of them. So I invited their CEO to be on the show to talk about it. the first question. He asked me, how many viewers do you have on every every episode? I said, thank you so much. I'll see you later. So I, I just ended that conversation then and there. Said. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I just wanted to, uh, because well, you mentioned. The to be fair, brands, brands who are like for sponsorship or, or whatever, they do care about that. That's yeah. that just is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, mm -hmm. I understand totally because yeah. people are, uh, people think that one hour of their time is too precious to come on a show, which doesn't have, even I have an influencer telling me that. Who's a good friend again? I don't want to take names here, but yeah, that's 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 how it is. Anyways, so now coming back to you, you have a bestseller book on this very topic. So people who are watching, if you are thinking about live streaming, go check out Jennifer's book, Leverage Live Streaming to Build Your Brand. So I want to ask you, what are the key lessons one can find in that book? 
So I have a lot of formulas. It's really a guidebook. It's really like an instructional guidebook. I personally, when I read a book, I just want to get to the bottom line. I just want to like, tell me how to do it. If I want to learn how to lie, like I do start a little bit with some background and some history, just a little bit of my story, just to give it context. But um, it's really just a guidebook. So labs is in there. Right, right. Yeah, and there's some other like formulas like that that are easy to remember where you can just say, uh, oh, I, that's right. You know, like like uh, I have to remember one, two, three. So, yeah, right. it's it's really a guidebook. And I invited some. So none of us can know everything. Right. Absolutely. So there were some as I was writing the book, I was like, hmm you know what? This is not at the time of writing the book. I'm like, this is not my strong suit. So I invited some experts to contribute to the book where that was their expertise. And they right. graciously uh, honored me with their knowledge. And so you'll see, you know, maybe some familiar names, maybe not familiar names who offered their input on those very specific skills that, that people are looking for. Right, right. I, I, I'm planning to buy that book over the weekend. And obviously, I will come back to you with my own doubts about your formulas and stuff like that, because I'm not so brainy in that way. All right. So final question for the day, uh, which I ask every every guest of mine, because this is a COVID special show. It started yeah. during COVID. It started during COVID. How, is, how has COVID-19 impacted you and your work? And how is 2021 looking up? Well, I have to say that there's really no separation between business and personal for me. It's all just one. So as with everyone, it personally shook me right at the foundation. Right. And so, uh, you know, there were definitely some periods of time where I, I wasn't growing like I had been in the past. So I was just maintaining status quo with business and, and I was okay with that. I just let that be okay. Uh, but I'm really happy to say that 2021 is, has shifted for me. And I think the reason that happened is because I took the time in 2020 to process everything. Right. And, um, while I would never, ever wish all the pain and the suffering that everyone has gone through for me to have the experience I had, I feel like. Uh, I did grow and I'm grateful for that growth. And I just have to focus on that. Uh, I grew personally. I grew, I grew professionally. I'm now incorporating coaching into my, into my business where uh, I'm combining personal development and personal and professional development in one because there is no separation. And when we're stuck in one area, it ripples to all the other areas. And so that's what I'm doing now. And I'm super excited about that. And thank you for that question, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I think I think anybody will be lucky to have you as a coach and a guide. You know, it's it's pretty. I I think this is one of the most energetic episodes I've ever had on the show. I know I, I, you have been standing for all this almost like 46, 47 minutes, and your energy is much higher than anybody who has been on the show. And thank you so much for uh, taking time out, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. 
Vivek, thank you. Before I go, I want to say something. I want to say how much I've enjoyed watching you on social media and how your messages are always so positive and they're always shining the light on other people. And, and I feel so honored to be in your presence. One thing I'd love to do for you, I'd like to send you a copy of my book. So give me your address and we'll hook that sure. up. But then I want to sure. give away a free copy to someone in your audience. So however Absolutely. you want to set that up, do a drawing, do a giveaway, whatever you want. Okay. And then sure. we'll send them a copy too. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I would love to have a copy. Uh, I still treasure Max Schaefer's signed copy I have. So it's it will be fantastic to get that. Thank awesome. you so much. Have a happy weekend and uh, speak to you soon. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right. All right. So that was Miss JQ. That's what I call her. She is a fantastic, fantastic person. And uh, uh, you can see from the comments which Lynn and all are leaving. She's one of the most authentic people around, and you know it's 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 uh, it's it's fabulous to interact with them on a daily basis. Even though sitting in India, they are in the U.S. So that's the whole purpose of this show. Uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and uh, I will bring in more guests in March. There are a lot of amazing people. I don't want to take names now and jinx it. So happy weekend, stay safe, and see you all soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. For more exciting episodes like these, please follow the Thrifty Marketer Podcast today. Now available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. See you next episode.